Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What up? Hope you're having a great Tuesday. Summer is here. The summer of LeBron James. Another summer of LeBron James! Do you remember when Will Smith used to own Fourth of July? You guys remember that? Remember that? Remember Will Smith used to own, uh, own Fourth of July? Will Smith used to ha- had went through, uh, I'm going to say, what was it, three years in a row? Four years in a row, it seemed like, where he had, uh, uh, where he had, you know, he had, I, I remember it was Independence Day. I, I remember that. He had Independence Day, right? That was one of them. Or some of the other ones, Ramos, that were that were Fourth of July flicks, I feel like was. Men in Black. The men, in, men in Black. Men in yeah. Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about what was the one to which he was uh, like the last survivor of the apocalypse? I alone. I remember there was also there was also War of the Worlds. He was uh, no uh, Independence Day was like a War of the Worlds one. I am legend. That's um, it, yep. I legend. 
I think that was a Fourth of July one. There was a time to which, there was a time to which he was. Uh, um, there was a time to which he owned Fourth uh, of July. He had Men in Black one, two, and three all that time of year. Wild Wild West was also right. Remember Wild Wild West? I Robot, I Robot, Hancock also Fourth of July. So move over Will Smith. And LeBron James, once again, owns the summer. You go back years ago to which uh, he changed basketball probably forever when he had a press conference, a a mock press conference. He did raise $2 million for the Boys and Girls Club of Greenwich, Connecticut, because, you know, those tough kids in the tough streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. I mean, the poor kids get dropped off by their nannies like, you know. 30 feet away in their Audis and Mercedes. I mean, that's a, that's a tough place. But he did raise $2 million. Jim Gray, I guess, interviewed him, although it was just a propaganda piece. All that said, he took his talents to South Beach. Then, of course, you go back four years ago. So eight years ago, it was Summer of LeBron. Four years ago, Summer LeBron. And now this year, it's going to be Summer LeBron. But there's something I've been telling you. The entire season, it's one of those things. And look, I will, I would admit, um, I have empathy, but I do not have a lot of empathy or sympathy for LeBron because it's, it, 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 there's two different levels to it. Whenever people say, you know, LeBron, he just doesn't have a good enough team. There's two points. He did. And some of these are pe- like, some of these are pieces that he chose. J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love. Those are all decisions made by LeBron, Inc. And Kyrie Irving being gone was also kind of a decision by LeBron, Inc. Some guys that are there, he wanted. Some guys are gone because they either weren't wanted or they weren't brought into the fold. Or LeBron wasn't willing to commit long term. LeBron James is 33 years old, going to be 34. Great player. I don't believe he's better than Jordan, as dynamic as Jordan. I think he's different. I think there are many parts of his game to which he's obviously a more athletic uh, Magic Johnson, but I don't think he's Magic Johnson as a player or Magic Johnson as a leader. But he's an incredible weapon. And the way in which the game is officiated and played now, there, there, might, not, there might not, for his era, compared to other eras, he's made everyone else seem so insignificant. But even though I don't have him as good as Jordan, and I think Bird somehow, I think Bird should be in the conversation, as should Magic. I do respect the fact that he's been a dominant player through the last eight NBA finals that he's gone to consecutively. But now is the time in which he has to settle down. He has to commit. Right? It's we see this in college basketball. We see it in life, at your job. We see it with your marriage. Like, if you're not willing to commit long-term, why would anybody else commit to you? It does work both ways. I have been telling you this all year long. People are like, LeBron just doesn't have the team around him. He could have. Don't believe me? This is Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, from his podcast. They could have acquired Paul George, and I think Paul George wanted to know, well, if LeBron commits 
to some years going forward that I might be willing to commit. And when LeBron wasn't willing to commit to an extension, that told me they could have had Paul George and they could have done that without losing Kyrie. Um, it's a very different team. Kyrie Irving, Paul George, LeBron James. So I want you to kind of walk back this conversation or this thought in your mind. If you think Kyrie Irving's a bad guy, so I'm not going to convince you of otherwise. But if you wonder, like, why would Kyrie Irving, two years left in his deal, why would he just go, I want out, I want to go to Boston? Well, that's because he saw what this, what this summer will ultimately become, LeBron's exodus. Whether he was tired of the day-to-day of being with LeBron or dealing with the fact that when things go wrong, it wasn't LeBron's fault, or whether he just knew that this was coming, the fact is that Kyrie Irving was being asked to commit long-term to something that LeBron James wasn't even willing to commit to. It's why I don't believe there's actually that much animus between LeBron and Kyrie. Do they, are they best friends? No. Do they get along? Eh, not really. Could it have worked? Sure. But the fact is LeBron doesn't want to be there. Or at least if he wants to be there, he has not openly committed to it. You know, you're, a lot of guys are going to go through this. And I tell people all the time, if, if you know she's the one, then she's got to be the one. But if you don't know, then you do know. But if you're a guy and you're dating a girl for three or four years and you're just not willing to commit, you can't blame her for going like, I'm, I just, then I'm not committed. And I look, we're all wired in many ways selfishly to which we want people to commit to us before we're ever willing to commit to them. But the fact is LeBron James could have had a super team, a team that was competitive with the Golden State Warriors. All he had to do is tell Paul George, hey, dude, you coming, you're coming. I ain't leaving. And so while you can sit there and say, well, he doesn't make management decisions, he makes decisions for management that become also obvious. He didn't trade Kyrie Irving, but he didn't try and ingratiate Kyrie Irving. They couldn't acquire Paul George, but he didn't make it easy for them to acquire Paul George. LeBron's done this to himself. His his inability to commit long-term has got to end now. It just does. It's got to, it's got to, there's just a stability to it. I mean, even if it's, even the engagement ring is important. You don't even have to set the date. It's just a commitment. It's like, you know what? I went and I did it and I put a ring on it. At some point, every woman is going to say like, look, you got to do this or I, I have to go and explore other opportunities. No one wants to be 40, 41 dating forever. Well, we're just boyfriend and girlfriend. We don't have kids yet. We don't have a share a home yet. We don't share a bank account, but we're still together. And I understand there is something marriage and being signed up long-term to an NBA franchise are very, very similar. There is something a little bit unnatural, right? Like, yeah, I mean, on the other hand, there is something very, very natural and normal about wanting a place to call home. Is it, is it hard to share a bedroom, to share a wallet, pocketbook? Is it hard to share responsibilities with the same person for years? on end? I got 17 and a half, almost 18 years in it. And I'm married to a great woman, but it's not easy. Of course not. Just like Kobe Bryant was forever a Laker. Well, first there was the Shaq. They got rid of Shaq. Then he wanted to be traded. Then late in his contract, they gave him a contract that he shouldn't have had coming off of a torn Achilles tendon. But the fact is, that's what marriage is about. It's about sacrifice on both sides. 
And LeBron James has been unwilling to be married. And if you're not going to be married, that's fine. It's fine. LeBron can do this. You, you don't have to be locked down. Understand, though, that there are, there are things that you're going to miss out on. And if, you know, for a woman, there are women who don't want to be married and they have the right to, but those women have to know in their head, you're not going to have the white dress and the, and the, and the wedding. It's going to be different and at times awkward when you're, it's the, it's a long-term boyfriend and girlfriend, even if you're mom and dad, these are things. And so for LeBron, I don't know if he has to get married to the Lakers or whatever team is next, but you have to understand there are downfalls to a lack of commitment. And one of the things in which if you're not willing to commit, there are times to which the other side would be like, you know what? I'm not committed to you either. And everybody says that we're cool with that. No, I'm good with that. You know, listen, if she wants to date other people, I'll get the other people. It'd be like an open relationship. Like that doesn't, that, that no. Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a great idea. The summer LeBron, LeBron has pushed aside Will Smith, who used to own the 4th of July. Now it's the NBA. It's Kevin Durant a couple years ago. It's LeBron James. You know, now three of the last eight years will own this summer. It's what everybody's going to be talking about. But we look back at last summer and the lack of commitment from LeBron to stay in Cleveland ultimately led to his demise this postseason. And maybe it's our failure to hold him accountable to such a lack of uh, of. Of uh, of commitment. Bobby Homewood says, D- dude, did Doug Gottlieb just use to which incorrectly three times? I don't know, dude. I don't script my opening rants. If you want somebody who scripts it with proper English and goes over and th- there's a station that has that. It ain't this one. 877-99-FOX <laughs> is the phone number. I think we have ourselves a really good show. I do. Maybe that's that's going on in my mind. I mean, he, he just, it's one of those things where he thinks he's doing himself a favor, creating this sense of urgency. You know, if I don't commit to them, they're going to do more to keep me. But I mean, think about that. Like if you're dating a woman, I'm not going to ask her to marry me because it's going to make her want me. It's going to make her try and do more things for me to want me to ask her. And that's, and at some point that becomes a turnoff. Even just forget about the idea of marriage, even the idea of being exclusive, right? If you dodge the idea of being exclusive, at some point, she's going to go like, this guy ain't that into me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The best NBA draft show is right here. You'll have my show on Thursday into Fox Sports Radio's special coverage of the NBA draft. Chris Broussard, man, he's covered the league for years. NBA champion Karan Butler and Jason McIntyre Mr. Mock Draft himself throughout the entire first round of the draft, 7 Eastern, on Thursday, in addition to the latest LeBron and Kawhi rumors. They have predictions and analysis of all 30 picks of the first round. That's Thursday night with CB, CB, and Jason McIntyre at 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio. Karan Butler is an NBA champion. He is an analyst. See him on every network that talks ball. Um, I want to get to LeBron and what Adrian Wojnarowski said in the new CP3 rumor. I want to get to Kawhi in a second. Uh, but as you get ready for this NBA draft, I look at DeAndre Ayton and I think, man, if this was 1992, it wouldn't be close. But it ain't 92. And I know he can shoot the ball from outside. 
uh, even from college three, but his inability to protect the rim, he's not a freak laterally, athletically. How do you think the best true center uh, prospect in the draft will fare once you get into the actual NBA? Uh, you know, thanks again for having me on the show, Doug. I, I think he's going to do great. You know, I, I really do. I think from a physical standpoint, which you touched on, he's a guy that has uh, amazing agility. He can, uh, you know, jump higher than pretty much everybody else from an athletic standpoint. He's a grown man right now. You saw that uh, during the course of this season, you know, playing at Arizona, being physical, uh, being consistent in that space with all that was going on with that university. Didn't have a deep run in the NCAA. But, look, this kid is the real deal. He head above everyone else. I think, obviously, he's going to be the consensus to be the number one pick. And when he comes to the association, I think one of the things that's intriguing about him is that he can step away from the basket. And he has the potential of having no ceilings. And what I mean by that is that he has the potential to do just about anything. You know, he can shoot the ball. He's going to eventually have to put it on the floor, be a pick-and-pop guy, or you can utilize him in the paint, mid-range also. I think he possesses all those uh, skills and abilities. All right, so if if you're buying in, um, who's the guy that you look at and you're like, man, I don't know if that guy works in the NBA that's going to be drafted early in the NBA draft? I, I would say I don't know if he don't work, but I'm just saying, like, if you look at a guy from the damaged goods and a uh, product and production and being available, uh, you know, Porter Jr., you know, he's a guy that, you know, had the surgery, had so many things, the back surgery and canceled workouts. And, you know, I just don't know what you do in that situation if you're a team that's looking for a game changer. If you're in the top five, top six position to take him, do you take the risk? Or do you, like, trade that pick as high as it is? Do you trade that pick and try to get something that's a for-sure thing and that you already seen perform at a high level? Karan Butler joining us in the Doug Gottlieb. So let's get the guys in the association. Look, you live in Los Angeles. You cover the NBA for us, for ESPN, and for Turner. There's no guy who just got out of the league that's as connected as you are. There's a, the story going around is that Chris Paul is telling everybody LeBron wants to be in L.A. True? Absolutely. I, I think it is true. I think that if you look at, you know, life at the basketball, if you look at what he's been able to accomplish and making the seamless transition, like I touched on last time when we was on air, you know, it's layers to every NBA player career, any sports athlete. You have the summer of your career, you have the winter, and you have the fall. And right now he's on the back end of his career and no signs of declining or anything like that. But he's not going to play forever. He's going to play another four to five years. And if you're thinking at it like that, you're thinking life after basketball. You think of your family. You're thinking about being comfortable in your, in your surroundings. In Cleveland, he's maximized that space. I think that he has one of the best sports stories in all of sports with delivering that title. And now I think as, it's time for the next thing. And he's in the media space uninterrupted. He has all these things going. He's producing movies, filming short docs, etc. with Spring Hill Management Group Entertainment. Look, I think L.A. is just the perfect fit for him, and I think that he'll love it out here. All right, so if that's the perfect fit, uh, do do you think they can move pieces and get Kawhi? What I talked about yesterday was there's a lot of people who say, hey, San Antonio's not going to trade with the Lakers. 
that's their that's their rival. That's their competition. My view is, hey, look, it doesn't. If you win the trade, who cares if you're going to play against the Lakers? You won the trade; it'll look better every time you play them. The, the The Pacers won the trade with Oklahoma City. the The Knicks won the trade with Oklahoma City. Like I, it doesn't matter what. Focus on winning the trade, not on where you're trading him. Do you think that Kawhi to the Lakers is a non-starter because they're a rival of the Lakers? Yeah, I, I think that's the same thing that happened with DeMarcus Cousins a few years back where, you know, the Kings was offered pretty much everything, picks and players and et cetera, and they didn't pull the trigger on the deal. I don't know if it was Mitch Kupchak or Vladi Divac, but the deal didn't happen. But I don't think the Lakers want that to happen again, and I, I don't think San Antonio want him to be in the conference. But at the same time, look, you're going to see him anyway. He's not the boogeyman. I mean, look, this is business. It's not nothing to be afraid of when you trade a player and wins are wins, losses are losses. But San Antonio is going to be in a rebuilding uh, process. You know, uh, Mano is, is older. You don't know if he's returning. Tim Duncan has retired. Tony Parker is on the back end of his career. Uh, Paul Gasol also. And there you have LaMarcus Aldridge. And then you have a bunch of uh, this young guys that you're trying to build. So, look. You look at the roster and, and, and what team that's trying to do business with you and who have the most young potential and, and possibilities to help you expedite this process. Boston Celtics, Los Angeles Lakers. You look at Sacramento. Are they willing to give up the number two pick and, 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 and take a chance of a rental with Kawhi Leonard for a year and possibly having him stay? So it's a lot of scenarios out there like that. But if I'm uh, the San Antonio Spurs, I'm trying to get as much as possible. And I think that the Lakers will be willing to do that. Um, this is kind of interesting that the um, that uh, Adrian Wojnarowski on his podcast had this to say about why the Cavs didn't get Paul George last summer. Take a listen. Last summer, they could have acquired Paul George. And I think Paul George wanted to know, well, if LeBron commits – to some years going forward that I might be willing to commit. And when LeBron wasn't willing to commit to an extension, that told me they could have had Paul George, and they could have done that without losing Kyrie. Um, It's a very different team. Kyrie Irving, Paul George, LeBron James. How much of this is self-inflicted? I know we all thought that they were at a talent disparity in the NBA Finals, but some of that is LeBron's own doing, isn't it? His lack of commitment to Cleveland? Wow. That's amazing. And and you know what? That's that's the truth, though. You know, if you... If, you, if he comes out and he speaks and he gets with some of these guys, you know, LeBron can actually just stay put. Like, imagine him acquiring uh, Kawhi Leonard now and assembling other guys to come play with him because this is a, a great class of free agency, uh, free agent guys that's on the market or possibly on the market. And, you know, the draft and trading the picks and moving up and acquiring talent is a great time because we're just 48 hours away. So I think that some conversations have to be had with his camp or with him uh, uh, specifically. LeBron has to let people kind of know or get a little win of, you know, what are you going to do going forward? Because, you know, it, it, it's, it's the opportunity to build something or us to part ways now. Ron Butler, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. So what happens with Chris Paul? Like, if Chris Paul goes to Houston and, I mean, do you just re-sign there for the Supermax and try and stay? And then and then you look at Houston, like, do they want Chris Paul for the Supermax considering he keeps getting hurt and he's not getting any younger? Look, I think there was a game away from, you know, going to their first finals in I don't know how many years. And 
Chris Paul was a huge part of it. Uh, I, I think that you definitely want to keep him, and 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 he gave up a lot of, of house money to uh, be with that team because he believed in winning and winning now and competing against the Golden State Warriors because they are the standard in the NBA. They're the defending champs again. So, uh, you know, Chris Paul is the key keeper, and he's also a carrot that can possibly get the attention of a LeBron James. You know, he's great friends with them. They're, they're godfather to each other's children. Uh, I just think that it's an uh, uh, amazing thing, an amazing story, if that's, that, that could possibly happen. Even if you get him for a rental for a year or two, if LeBron's willing to come over there for two years, winning a championship there will count for everything, and I think he would definitely be something – that can get them over the hurdle. The best NBA draft show is right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to Karan Butler along with Chris Broussard and Jason McIntyre, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday night on Fox Sports Radio. Tough Juice, thanks so much for joining us, man. Anytime, brother. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Dan Labby covers the uh, Cleveland Browns for the Plain Dealer. Plain Dealer does a great job. Uh, covering the Cleveland Browns. And he had, I think it was 15 takeaways, 15 takeaways from OTAs. And one of the takeaways was there's a lot more talent. That this team is much better organized. So there's good news on the horizon. I'd, I'd love to know what the early over-under is on the Cleveland Browns. Offensively last year, they were at least fairly competitive. Hugh Jackson is a good offensive coach. They had a bunch of draft picks. They went out and got some more players. They got Tyrod Taylor, who led the Bills to the playoffs. Interesting. Dan Labby says this. This is where I tell you that based on the six practices of OTAs in the minicamp that were open to the media, Mayfield did not look ready to compete with Taylor for the number one quarterback job. Now, he went back to go and say, I read the entire article where he said, like, look, if you use history as your guide, there's plenty of rookie quarterbacks we were told would never play and ended up playing sometimes way earlier than we ever thought possible. But Tyrod Taylor looked like a veteran, looked like an absolute veteran. And he looked like a guy who had been in the league for six years, had complete command of the huddle. And he said, look, Mayfield, he's going to play eventually, but it might not even be this year. And to me, that's alarming. Not because a rookie quarterback isn't ready after six practices. But because it's this rookie quarterback. Look, I don't believe the Buffalo stuff where they're, man, Josh Allen, he might have to play. They're not playing him. It's going to be a third-string quarterback. They need to sit him. Lamar Jackson, yeah, they're going to use him as slash. They're going to use him as quarterback. You know why? Because he's not ready to play a quarterback. Flacco is. If you can use him at wide receiver, you can use him under center every once in a while, change of pace, let him run around because he's a freak athlete. Why wouldn't you get him on the field? But what we have been sold on Baker Mayfield was, hey, intangibles there, football IQ there, experience there. This guy was a savant. He knew all the, the offense. He understood things that other college players couldn't because he'd been in college for five years with two different systems even though it's kind of the same, the air age system. When Baker Mayfield comes out of his fifth year at Oklahoma, when he's been a finalist a couple times over for the Heisman Trophy, and he doesn't look ready to compete, it didn't say he wasn't ready to be the starting quarterback. It says, and I quote, Mayfield did not look ready to compete with Taylor for the number one quarterback job. 
Oi. That's not good. That's not even close to good. All right, we got a lot to get to this hour. We'll talk some NBA draft with Rashad Phillips upcoming half past the hour. He has Trey Young number one on his board. I think whoever drafts Trey Young is going to get fired. Therein lies the proverbial rub. Um, all right, what do we make of these quarterback comments? What do we make of the rookies and Lamar Jackson being used as a slash and maybe Josh Allen will play and Baker Mayfield not ready to compete. You know what we'll do? We'll have Will Brinson on upcoming next. He'll make sense of it. That's what we'll do. He'll make sense of it. Is it believable to think that Baker Mayfield, because look, this has happened before. Do you guys remember when Heath Shuler was drafted? If you remember Heath Shuler. We got to have Stink on to tell the story at some point. Mark Schlereth, of course, works for us. Heath Schuler was um, a uh, an incredibly well regarded quarterback coming out of the University of Tennessee. Heath Schuler, who, by the way, um, I think he's a U.S. representative, or he was in North Carolina, right? So Heath Schuler comes out of Tennessee, and I'm going to say he was the third pick of the NFL draft. Yeah, it was the 1994 draft. He was the third pick. And so that year, the Washington Redskins draft Heath Shuler third, and he was going to be their heir apparent. He was going to be their quarterback. Um, And then in the seventh round, they drafted Gus Farad. And Gus Farad ended up being a much better quarterback. Although Gus Farad, I think that was... One of those years, he actually headbutted uh, the pads on the sideline. There was cement behind it, and he broke his neck. But all that aside, the point was that I remember Mark Schlereth telling me the first couple days of practice, he watched, and he went over to the coaching staff, and he said, hey, how come the seventh rounder is better than the first rounder? Can't fool players they know, and sometimes you know early on. Does Cleveland have a problem? kind of think they did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Julio Jones is holding out. Wonder why? Here's Shannon Sharp. The only thing that should make the Falcons uneasy are you going to help him secure the bag. Because if you're not going to give him your money, if you're not going to pay him his money, Skip, you should be feeling uneasy. Because he's seen Devontae Adams, he's seen Mike Evans, he's seen a Sammy Watkins, mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry surpass him in average salary. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting back like, hold on. I just saw you guys give Matt Ryan so much money, you couldn't direct deposit in one account. You had to direct deposit like five accounts, Skip. Mm-hmm. $30 million annually, $150 million. So uh, mm. Julio said, well, hold on, bro. This is what should concern you. If you're not going to give him his money, it's going to be a problem. I don't have a problem with him hanging out with T.O. He should be glad because guess what, Skip? He ain't getting fat. You know he's working out. You know Julio's going to come in ready to play when you secure the bag for it. It's simple. I don't believe T.O. is putting <laughs> negative. Man, you should hold out. You should do this. T.O. likes to work out. Antonio Brown and Odell and, and Julio, they're out here working out. So T.O. joins in. T.O. is not going to influence Julio one way or another. T.O. didn't tell Julio to hold out. Here's the problem. It's so disingenuous to go like, oh, man, he's only make, only going to make $10.5 million per year. Man, that seems like a low salary. Uh, you should note that next year it would spike back up to $15 million a year. He signed a front-loaded deal because it had a big signing bonus. 
That's what it was. And then he had a huge base salary uh, spike last year. Like, look, he he signed a deal that was twenty two million his first year, and then thirteen and eleven and a half and ten and a half and twelve and a half, and then his last his last year. There's no signing bonus included. So it was a front loaded contract with a roster bonus in the first two years, eleven and a half million dollars in roster bonuses plus. $5 million in signing bonus over the first two years. And, of course, you take the roster bonus out of it, he still gets signing bonus money. True, he only has 2.4 essentially guaranteed in roster bonus. And it helps the team and the cap. But it's so, you know, honestly, I'm so tired of football players and their disingenuous way of portraying what they make and how they make it. That's it. Tired of it. All these football players, we don't get guaranteed money. The hell you don't. Whatever you get is what you hold out for. If you want more guaranteed money, get more in a signing bonus and a roster bonus. Now, they're going to give you a shorter-term deal because dudes always get hurt. And, yes, so holding, hanging out with T.O., does T.O. like to work out? Sure. Terrell Owens ran a 4-4-3. He's in the Hall of Fame, and nobody wants anything to do with him. No one's called him for half a decade. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. So it's not the guy I would hang out with. Might work out with, wouldn't hang out with. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 2013-2014, Indiana Pacers had, look, they they had a shot. They had an absolute shot at the, the Miami Heat. And the roster composition is is and the the role allocation is so different so different they finished first in the nba's central division they lost in game 6 to the miami heat they beat the hawks in 7 they beat the wizards in 6 and this is a team that remember that was before paul george uh broke his leg paul george is only 23 they had lance stevenson that was when lance stevenson whew, george hill david west roy hibbert Good team. But watch the NBA playoffs now, and you're like, wait, whatever happened to Roy Hibbert? Not in the league. David West, and you're like, oh, I grant you. David West at 37 years old. You know, nobody at 37 years old is going to be nearly what they were at 33 years old. But he's also, he's not a traditional, but he was a two, early 2000s, late 90s power forward. Right? He could score some in the post. He's very good on pick and pop but on what's called a short roll, you know, like an 18 foot. I mean, just that keyhole jump shot he would make time and again. And Hibbert's out of the league West and maybe, or guys like West are now either shooting threes or they're out of the league. Kind of fascinating how this thing has changed. Nobody knows it better than Frank Vogel, of course, longtime coach in the NBA, kind of to spend some time with us here on Fox sports radio. Um, When was the moment that, that the shark was that the shark jumped that all of a sudden, like a guy like Roy Hibbert couldn't play in this league. Was it, was it those final series where they would go where, where they would go small against you guys and he had no one he could guard? Well, I definitely think that contributed to it. And I don't know if there was uh there was one moment, but um, you know, when we had the number one defense in the league two years in a row, Roy was the centerpiece of that. And um, you know, a couple of different playoff series uh, sort of, I don't want to say exposed Roy, but uh, made it difficult for us to, to have him out there was the Atlanta series where they played with five point five three point shooters and then 
uh, each of those Miami series ultimately ended ended in Chris Bosch playing the five, and you know obviously they were able to prevail. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of different teams uh, began doing it. Uh, you know, in small stretches, and then obviously Golden State uh, and went to their death lineup, and you know everybody copied them from there. So you know, I think it was a, a gradual evolution, and um, you know certainly uh, changed changed the way the game is played today. Okay, so I, I guess here's the question. You've been in this game essentially your entire professional life, right? Worked your way up, become the head coach of the Pacers, head coach of the Magic. Frank Vogel, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I, I, was, I was hanging out with an Eastern Conference head coach last week, and he was telling me, like, look, it's not coming back. Like, the, the big guy who posts up, it's just <laughs> not, coming, not coming back. He's like, I, we, were, we were holding out hope because they have a center that they're probably going to part ways with. That you know, you call for the ball, and they're like, "We tracked it. It's a forty-four percent shot for our big guy to score in the low post. He's pretty good." And the, the, they're not going to change the way they officiate, so it's a very physical game down there. It it makes it inefficient. But then I look, and you got you know Carl Towns, you got um, you know Joel Embiid, you got Demarcus Cousins, you got DeAndre Ayton coming in the league. They do have really good big guys. Do you think it ever comes back in vogue that you can use a true center? Well, I yeah, I I. I... I don't think it's ever going to come back to the way it was. You know, to me, it's it's really about playing with two bigs is where the game has changed over the last you know five or six years more so than the true center. You know, I still think there's a, a place for post offense, and uh, you see that throughout you know, throughout the playoffs. You do see uh, the ball in, in going to the post, uh, whether it's a wing player like like LeBron or uh, you watch Joe Allen B play, um, Cousins you mentioned, even even you know trying to get Kevin Love and Al Horford involved down low. You know, as you watch the Eastern Conference playoffs, you know it's 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 always going to be a part of the game, but it's not it's not going to go back to the way it was, where you know you're seeing, you know, the the '80s where Lajuan and and uh, Duncan are, are getting the ball down low 20, 30 times a night. It's just not as efficient, not as efficient offense as you know playing the play pick and roll game and uh, striving for for open layups and open threes. Frank Vogel, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. So. DeAndre Ayton's getting ready to likely be the number one overall pick, and some of it is out of need, right? You look at at the void with the Phoenix Suns is they don't have a true center. But how do you – this is like in football. Do you take a running back that early in the draft, like Saquon Barkley, who fits that kind of the classic running back, but you can get a running back and be fine later on in the draft. You can – Clint Capella can be a great role man – and can switch defensively, and you can get a Clint Capella later on in the draft. How do you evaluate a player like Aiton, who can face up, does has some agility, but he's not a great shot blocker, and he's not really like a roll-to-the-rim big guy. How do you evaluate how effective he can be, and if you use your number one pick on him? Well, you gotta you got to gauge all those things. You know, how good of a defender is he going to be? Is he going to be down like Rudy Gobert uh, in today's game? Is he, uh, is he just going to be average? Is he um, is he going to be uh, extraordinary as a, as a lob threat rolling to the basket? Uh, is he going to be a short roll guy where he's getting catching the ball in the pocket, or is he going to be a you know, most effective getting the ball in, in, a, in a low post? And um, you know all those things you know you measure on a on a one to ten scale and um, you know take the totality of it and and you know then obviously you factor in all the things like IQ and drive and, and all those things uh, to see what kind of player you're going to get. Frank Vogel, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How difficult is the task of coaching and managing egos, knowing that these guys, 
Like they've gotten smart with free agency and they're taking short deals and they're talking and texting behind everybody's back about kind of joining up and joining forces. <laughs> How difficult is it putting the team together? Yeah. Like just managing the egos. You know, it's it's uh it's just part of the game. You know, I, the way it is when, when free agents come around, um, and even, you know, guys that aren't free agents yet but are going to be free agents, they can kind of talk their way out of situations. Um, you know, that's why I, I really believe that I've always had the mindset that you want to partner up with your guys, you want to make them, uh, you know, as happy as, as, as possible. And, and, you know, a lot of that involves, um, you know, are, are we being pushed here, you know, with, with whatever team uh, that player is on. And um, you want to make sure that your situation uh, is clear uh, to each player that, that this is the best situation for them and they don't need to be looking elsewhere. Um, you you also took on a completely different challenge in Orlando, right? Where it was a complete rebuild, and you're trying to you're like you're 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 torn, right? Because you're better off if for the franchise if you lose. On the other hand, for you and your job security, you got to win and be competitive. <laughs> um, if you could do it all over again, would you do it all over again? You know, obviously, uh, you know you look at little things you can do differently, but you know we we. We absolutely had uh, a long-term approach there. Um, it was a unique situation for me because our front office, our front office changed after year one, and um, you know you just approach the team as if you're going to be there forever. You know that that's the mindset I've always had. You know it's not about you know scooping up a couple extra wins here and there to you know quote unquote pad your stats or whatever and make yourself look good in terms of how many wins you have. And um, you know, but you have to do what's what's in the best interest. Of, of the franchise, you know, and, and operate under the assumption that you're going to be there long term. You you, uh, you had an, until he was traded. You had Alfred Payton, who was really talented guard, but he really he struggled to shoot, right? And I and I had uh, Steve Clifford on, who obviously took the Orlando job, and we talked about we didn't talk about Trey Young per se, but there's the balance of you, you really need shooting, you really need to be able to shoot the basketball in today's NBA, unless. You know, unless you're some freak like Giannis, you know, who can get to the basket or or Ben Simmons. And even that, some gets exposed in the NBA. But the point guard position, you really need to shoot. On the other hand, you know the way people play defensively now. Everybody's switching defensively. You also need to guard. How how should we evaluate players coming in the league and the importance of shooting as opposed to the importance of defense in into who should be, for example, a point guard for a team that's trying to rebuild? Well, I, I think uh, shooting is, is more of a premium now than it's ever been, and it's not just the point guard position. I think I think every perimeter position uh, has has to have you know uh, the ability to shoot the basketball or be respected out there. Um, and then, in most cases, the center position does as well. <laughs> it's it's really across the board, not just not just the point guard position. So, you know, I think there's a you know you, if you're not a great shooter, you got to be um, you've got to excel in other areas. You know that's clear, and um, you know I think that's what everybody's looking at with all these these players uh, coming into the draft. And then, as in terms of the defensive end, it is a switching world out there. So, um, you know, your competitive spirit, your fight—it's not just always about your size and athleticism, but you know, uh, you know, what's your IQ like? You know, when you're going to switch? Are you going to be those guys like Andre Miller and and uh, you know Jared Dudley, who are not the most athletic guys, but they're savvy enough to to not get beat in switches and um, you know, you just have to evaluate all all those types of things. It's not just about uh, your raw athleticism, but switchability defensively and three point shooting are, are obviously big premiums in what everybody's looking for in this year's draft. 
Well, Frank, everybody knows you can coach. I'm sure you'll be back coaching very, very soon. If not, we're just going to keep plucking your knowledge because it's it's great. Um, <laughs> it, it's so it, it's it's so far above uh, that of uh, of us of the common man. Appreciate you joining us on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Doug. Take care. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.